Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Hi, guys. Hi, girls. So... While the pod is away, we're still going to allow you to play. And we want you to press play on this episode, which is the very first episode of our series. Gallery Ghouls. That recaps the one season wonder of a show that was gone far too soon. But has informed so much, especially of our generation. Low key. Yeah, it really captured the millennial malaise. And the, in such a way. Absolutely. And it's really just like a, a snapshot of a certain New York. And w- that will never happen again. Mm-hmm. And the kind of one of the first on like true onsets of vocal fry. And just tired, sad girl, white girls 
you know? Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's an essential queer canon viewing and just like any canon. And it's, especially in reality TV, it's just a, a streak of brilliant lightning. And it's it's gone too soon, gone away forever, but we but get perhaps, to relive it again. Yeah, and perhaps it was gone at the right time. Yeah, I don't think it would have... I don't think it was meant to survive in these days. No, but it will always be a special, special show in our hearts. So if you like this episode, we've listed all links to every episode in the Gallery in the Gallery Ghouls series in the podcast description. So you can just click on those. And if you want to listen to them ad free, sign up for the up Patreon. And really ask yourself the eternal question. You okay, Claude? Midsommar. Midsommar. It is not Midsommar anymore. No. It is late summer. It's late summer. We're... We've made it through the summer. If you're here, congratulations. You survived. You survived Midsommar. And now welcome to late summer. Late summer. We are hoping to see the director's cut of Midsommar. Yeah. We're going to plan it. I don't know how it We're going to take your pod equipment to the movie theater at the Arclight and literally do a live pod and just... (laughs) probably get killed by people podcast live from midsummer <laughs> where carrie goes did you see that did you see that do you love this i told you and i go Woo! 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 did i tell you i told you that when we saw midsummer do you remember the were you there or were you getting your treat we were with each other no i, I know i know oh, were, okay were you sitting at this moment when the i can't i feel like maybe you went to the bathroom and missed it but when the, the woman said, no when the the uh, pre-show like attendant came out and said, "If you want to leave, now's your time." Oh yeah, Toy Story Four is playing around the corner. Yeah, you were there. No, I wasn't. But you oh. told you told me if you have to leave, if you're too scared, your chance to leave is right now. I was like, okay, I love that. Just, like, I love a challenge. I love this challenge from like a gay guy that definitely worked at like a haunted hayride. Yeah, I love like a get out now. Who is it? Like, who do they think is going to be like? Ugh. Okay, I'm leaving. Ah! leaving let's go let's go last chance we gotta go now we gotta go to toy story 4 they run out Ooh, toy story. <laughs> some of, people probably would people, people would i feel like people would take like some people would be like oh that's a really good idea we should go we should actually go this was, <laughs> can you imagine? This was a mistake <laughs> This was a mistake. This like, is huge. I knew it. I knew we should. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew we shouldn't have come. Let's get out of here. Let's get out all. Who's with me? <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, I'm leading I'm a group. I'm gonna leave. To- Who wants to come? I'm leading a group out now to no Toy Story Four. No shame. No judgment. No shame. No judgment. No shame. No judgment. No shame. No judgment. And then we go Toy Story Four. Toy Story Four. And the, the, the attendant is just sitting there with his arms crossed, like you kids. He's like, told you. They left when I said, yeah. He goes four, three, two. Okay, they're out. They're yeah. out. Now, now we start. let's get ready. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> Who's with me? No shame. No shame about There's this. No shame in leaving. No shame in leaving. We're going now. And whoever wants to come better get down on this. Also, we don't have to see Toy Story 4. There are other movies. There are other movies out there. We you can don't see... even have to see the same movie as me. We can see different ones. But we, can we can see leave together. Yeah. We can see a last, a last weekend screening of Longshot. It's almost out of theaters. Who's with me? Seth Rogen's in it. With Charlize. They're good together. They have chemistry, apparently. Are you in or are you out? Are you in or are you out? Let's go see... <sighs> what else even came out? I don't know. The I don't old... even remember the summer. No, me neither. I saw Crawl. Ugh, I need to Fucking see Crawl. Fucking great. Uh, you said it was great. Actually, the hugest news of the century of the 2000s, the 21st century. Yeah. The biggest news. And the 20th century. And the 20th century. We'll just say it. And actually, the entire history of the world is... You alerted me to this. so this, And a reader alerted me to this, like, on Twitter. Bless them. Which at first I saw, and I was like, I'm not clicking on, like, a Yahoo link. Like, it's not happening. Also, it was a website called The Blast. Yeah. And which, it, is that... Have you heard of that? No. And so I was just like, what are you trying to do? What what witchcraft? What alchemy? Yeah. Yeah. And so, but then I was like, okay, maybe I do need to see it. And I clicked on it. And then the story of a century was just laid out in front of my face, which is that a woman is suing. Sir. Sir. For getting a case of food poisoning (laughs) so bad that she immediately barfed and began uncontrollably shitting herself in the middle of the restaurant she also so she had uh a kind of fish an orange sauce fish she had, which I had a no white idea was- fish covered with an orange cream sauce on her plate <laughs> along with broccoli and potatoes oh that's your I first mean, mistake red flag if you're gonna go to sir get the risotto you never get the fish you stick to pasta I've and never, goat cheese balls i also have never heard of an orange cream sauce Maybe. i wonder if we can find the sir oh. menu and figure out what it was but not only was she like like who i'm sorry but like who what did you think was happening not only you ordered this i don't know but not she only clearly is like yeah maybe not a reader of no she was like this is a this is like she probably has never heard of vanderpump rules no i think like, she has and like because it sounded like she was in town she was having like a night out like a fun night out but then things <laughs> went awry when she ordered she, probably, she drove up for the night from like orange county and like was here with her girlfriends but it also I do find a lot of fault with Sir because they have a lot of seafood on the menu, which would lead you to believe if you really haven't like ever fucked with the restaurant and it's your first time and you're excited, like you're going to be like, maybe I want some salmon tartare. Yeah. Maybe I want a shrimp cocktail. Yeah. And they should have. I mean, doesn't Lindsay always checks her seafood? Yeah. Remember? So Lisa, maybe oh, yeah, should she follow has, suit. Uh, Okay, wait. I'm trying to find what this fish would have been. I have to read an excerpt from... Well, you have to look for this. I just need to read this. Okay, I'm pretty sure this was... 
a grilled swordfish. No, maybe not. Fish of the day with two side orders. It could have been fish of the day. <laughs> maybe they took it off the menu to like cover their asses. I mean, an orange cream sauce on a fish is a true nunca. That's a cease and desist <laughs> from my lawyer to your restaurant if you're serving that. According to the suit, this is from the article. Mm-hmm. After eating whitefish covered with an orange cream sauce on her plate, along with broccoli and potatoes, one hour into <laughs> eating her meal, her head suddenly whipped back, causing her body to move backwards as well, as she felt a hot sensation rise from her stomach into her chest and then into her throat that she was unable to control. <laughs> Her head came forward while vomit filled her mouth. <laughs> this is so gross. This is literally a Stephen King novel. Her head came forward while vomit filled her mouth and she began vomiting profusely. After allegedly falling to the floor on her knees, she also she continued to vomit also defecate through her clothing. Through her clothing. That is, I, this poor woman. This poor woman was on her hands and knees in the middle of Sir shitting herself furiously shitting herself through to, her clothing to add insult to injury she claims in the lawsuit while lying on the floor staff members of sir came over and began throwing water on her and on, and the, on ground the ground around, around her, her but did not offer any further assistance. okay that's how i knew this was real because yeah. that is exactly what the workers at sir would do ew, ew. can you imagine just all of them being like i don't know what to do like just tossing putting water on you and then on the ground like what are they anointing the grill i think they're just like get it out of here like it's like we'll wash it help her up yeah help her up the first Give her a I- hand take her to the fucking bathroom here in the parking lot and, like hose her down Call 911 Call what i would do if i was a server i would li- immediately like help her up i would get, get two her other off people the floor to help her up and then i would call 911 <laughs> I would, but I would also clear her from the floor. I don't want other patrons seeing, first of all. What if you're eating at a restaurant and someone gets possessed? I would projectile vomit and, and diarrhea. If I saw someone shit their pants I would shit next my pants. to my table, I would have like I would psych- actually look over at who I was with and be like, <laughs> I would, I would have psychosomatic die die. You would just fully, it would be like the plague. Yeah. It, it sounds would- like she, you said like she got possessed by something. It, well, the, she tilted her head back and kind of went like, oh. She was like, yeah. Like, longer I mean, than a Jules Kirby, like, Like, she full. She fully. She fully. Reagan and the Exorcist, like, projectile. I have never been so sick. Like, I've had, like, a vomit die mashup. But, like, it's given... I've had it where I've had enough time to run to the nearest toilet. I've, I've projectiled. I've, like out of nowhere just been like like well i was i had like a drug related mm-hmm. throw up sesh it. and i had i literally projectile vomited in a in a, in a cab <laughs> oh no my cab driver went get out <laughs> can you imagine yeah like, i was sir, i mean actually, i can't believe like, i just admitted I'm that i'm surprised that this is the first time we've ever heard of this person of it happening there so it goes on to say that someone from the family called 911. The woman was taken out on a stretcher and transported to Cedars. Where she would then was there for five, five days. Five days be- like before we being joke cleared about- to fly. We were always like, take me to Cedars. But literally, this woman got taken to Cedars as she a result of She got strapped to a surf. gurney from orange cream sauce on yeah. white fish. Three days <laughs> in intensive care. 
five total days in the hospital her pray that she had insurance because that ain't a cheap hospital that's like probably a hundred thousand dollars yeah also they they should have sir pay for it if if this is true definitely allegedly someone's gonna have to burn down a restaurant to cover this woman's medical bill i know jeremy is like getting his matches together (laughs) you know what to do jeremy you know what to do you know what to do jeremy he goes get uh, the kindling Get the, Head to the electrical room. Jeremy and Max. No, they would never put Max in that position. No, Max but, couldn't pull it off. No, he he would mess he, it up. They'd, he'd fuck it up. But um, just the idea of this of a woman in like pants on all fours on all fours where you she shits herself and you see it spread through her pants <laughs> and there's I just said there's no words. It was also pointed out in the lawsuit, sir, was, quote, inspected by the health department on or around July 14th, 2017. This happened in August 2017. So, like, about a month later, this woman had her possession. So, we've eaten there post. Yeah. We, we've I eat- actually, have I eaten it, sir? Yeah, I've remember for my birthday? Drinks. Yeah. Okay. We ate. When was your birthday in 2017? No, remember we ate last year at, at sir for my birthday? Yeah. But what date was that? April 23rd. Oh, yeah. So this was post. No. Yeah. Yes. Fuck. Time. Damn. But the idea of this woman on all fours, like a fucking Griffith, Griffin or like a She's Sphinx. Ghostbusters level possessed. She's literally Gozer. <laughs> you don't know what that is. The yeah. god in Ghostbusters who's like, <laughs> choose your form of a destructor. That like naked woman with like bubbles oh, all over yeah, her skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this lady. She's sure. on all fours literally going. And, just, and like shitting herself. Can you imagine how traumatized everyone was? I mean, obviously this this woman probably needs therapy. I mean. This is not PTSD only PTSD in any rest in any public scenario. Like my one of my worst fears is vomiting in public, and it's happened before where I ate at crap cafe gratitude, and then on the way home, my friend who I was with had to just pull over. I was like, "You have to pull over." Like I'm about to yak, and like just stepped out into someone's like front lawn in Hancock <laughs> Park, and was like, Bleh. and then I come back, and I was like, "Let's go." But that's like a worst fear. There's something also about vom- vomiting. My thing is whenever I, to this day, whenever I vomit, I say, I'm sorry. If someone's watching me, I'm always like, I'm sorry. Like when I was little and I used to get car sick, I always used to be like, I'm sorry. It's such like a. There's like a shame thing about it. I think because it's like so out of control. Yeah. If you shit yourself, chances are like you can pretty much be like cover it up somehow. I mean, not if you're this woman in this (laughs) scenario. (laughs) But like if you're like, like. There's ways to, like, have no one know that you've brewed yourself. I've never shit myself in public as I an adult. I have never shit myself. I've gotten, I've gotten so close. I've gotten literally within inches, seconds. Seconds away from pooping in public. I've been there. Yeah. And, like, a hot New York day. Ooh. Like, running into, like, fucking, like, Barnes & Noble in Union <sighs> Square. Or, like... Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Ch- Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, barfing is, <laughs> <You're> like... <sick. laughs> Barfing, but this is a... Barfing is, like, animalistic. Like, you can't control it. And when it has to happen, there's no, like, not barfing. You know what I mean? Like, you're gonna barf. But the idea of projectiling on all fours is going... Ah! 
<laughs> it's on the floor is like so. It's like bridesmaids. Yeah, it's worse. Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. But um, then, but they said dirt, the health inspector found seven violations, including unclean food contact services, the presence of rodents, insects, birds, and or other animals, birds. and substandard equipment and utensils. That's how the black plague spread. Yeah, that's the rats. Literally. Lisa, what if a virus started that was born ground zeros at Sir and it just spreads and takes everyone in its wake? In LA? Yeah, in LA. And they have to like court on it's LA. It's like contagion. Yeah. I'm Gwyneth in contagion and I like <laughs> eat like a piece of like pork uh-huh. at Sir, something unclean. And then you spread it. And I spread it, but I'm like so sick. And then everyone, you have to investigate. I'm you're Kate like, Winslet. You're Kate Winslet. And then I die eventually. You die right at the end. Yeah. You're like, But I die giving my coat to someone. Yeah, like you're doing a good deed. I've had violent food poisoning. I Okay, I, I don't want to say the establishment, or maybe I should, but I had one. I had it from a place that like everyone goes to. I had, I'll say it. I had it from Little Dom's. Really? Yeah. Shit. I had it from Asterburger. I I had it when I first moved. Not first. I was like a few months after I lived here. And my boyfriend and I had been dating for like two months maybe. And mm-hmm. I had it. I ate it the night before. And then I was like deathly ill that day. And I went home because I felt sick. I was hanging out with him. And it was like. It was like in that period where like you don't you're not there yet where you can be like come take care of me yeah which he probably would have but like but I just, like it's too so intimate I, almost yeah and like I had to like walk to Seven Eleven and like I was like <laughs> it's like tripping it was that kind of food poisoning where you're vomiting yeah. and everything else and you're you're like you can't walk straight like it was that bad from fucking Astro Burger yeah but I, I still got eat it. there. At a friend's house, I had like spent the night. I had like part got. I went to Little Dom's with like a group of girls. We all ate. Then we went out to like a house party, and I spent the night where the house party was. I woke up at like five a.m. having to run to the bathroom back and forth for the next like six hours. To do what? To shit and then barf. <laughs> no. And then I finally like felt like I had reached like I I had nothing else in my system so I was like I think I can uber home and like make it so I did and like thankfully made it but it was so touch and go and then I called little doms because another one of my girlfriends who had had the same pasta dish as me was also sick and I called them and I was like hey I just want to let you guys know like I was there with like a table last night mm-hmm. and my girlfriend and I are really sick today. Like I think that there's something like I think we have food poisoning from your restaurant and they were so rude about it. Oh yeah, they they take no account. Restaurants are like really rude about that. And then Natalie, they talked to her for this lawsuit and she says so it's co-owner Natalie Zapata tells us, Sora has been in business for 15 years, serves over 150,000 patrons a year. We've maintained our A rating from the Department of Health and have regular checks from the health department. We have no record of this ever happening. And if someone had vomited and defecated on the floor, it would have immediately been reported to the health department and would have been on our cameras or others. Lies. Lies. So that's a lie. You're it's- saying this woman did not... I just don't believe that this woman would anyone would sue why would, someone why would you say that it's humiliating yeah why would you be like hey i'm the, remember me i'm the person that on all fours <laughs> shat myself and like bombed that one night 
it's me back from the I, dead it's it, you know have you ever seen that clip from that movie possession with isabella isabella ajani no it's from like the 70s and she's like walking in like a berlin subway station and she has like it's about a woman who's like possessed mm-hmm. and she has a complete like she's like ah, 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 and then she gets down on all fours and like miscarries but you see it and like she's all on all fours. maybe i shouldn't mention this i mean no that's wild but, but that is like a sir that's what i was when i was i was imagining this clip but um the thing that gets me is why not it's not this woman this poor woman's fault at all but no. like it's a humiliating thing that would be humiliating to like know that you sh- shat yourself in a restaurant i feel yeah no matter who no matter how like it's if it not happened f- to me at sir i would yeah i would, would, yeah, I would laugh i believe this shit i'd, I'd yeah. be like on all fours like can you believe this is happening <laughs> i'd be i'd ask a friend to film i'd be like yeah you gotta get this yeah but like if it happened at any other non-vanderpump establishment I would move to Antarctica. I I and had do like penguin this research. year. I I was in Austin, Texas, and I ate something with shrimp. And I, but it was only it was like a two hour food. Like I was just throwing up profusely. You just for had like, to get it out of your system. And they called Simon called, and they were like, they were kind of like, oh well, all our shrimp is fresh. And he was like, well. He's like puking. So it's literally not. It's literally not. And they it's were like, not like I'm trying to like get a refund. Yeah. I'm just like trying to tell you so that someone else doesn't fucking shit out liquid for like 24 hours. Like, what's your problem? Oh my god, I, it, I, I like, I was alternate. Like, I, I'm ashamed to admit this, but like, I was laughing while reading it, but also like my heart was breaking while reading it. I was cried tears streaming <laughs> down my face. We were texting, and I was just like. I was dead. This is Christmas cometh early. I hope this woman gets three million dollars. I know. I hope everyone. And I hope the. People- I want this to be like the case of the century. I'm ready for this to get like OJ level coverage. Let's investigate. Let's fully investigate. I also am like Lisa's ties run so deep because this story ended up on two websites only: Yahoo Lisa- News, which is like. I didn't even realize Yahoo was still a thing. I, I thought that was there. like a spam link that I this person there. was tweeting me. Yeah, but you worked there when it was like on the brim. On the brim. On the brim of shutting down. And then the blast, which many people pointed out was funny. <laughs> the blast. Like, oh, the blast. <laughs> but Lisa. The diarrhea. The diarrhea. Like. Lisa knows, and I had someone this week, actually, to bring it back around to Puppygate, confirm that Lisa has ties at whatever the organization is that owns Us Weekly and In Touch and, like, all those magazines. She has, like, friends there, direct ties, direct ties to Radar Radar Online, and obviously the daily mail because everything they print about her is like glowing and sweet she has yeah so lisa, there's no way that she buries coverage like this lisa is very fascist total dictator but she must have a story she must have some kind of tie at cedars too yeah she was like wipe this clean pay for it take care of it she she probably covered the girl's hospital bill and was like do you think you may never she's like this woman's probably not allowed to talk to the press because she's embroiled in a lawsuit but like how did this even break can't you just get like isn't this like public record yeah i have some research to do i'm I'm dale at the library i have my new well 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 what what, a history what what a history. history 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to check this out. No, but what if Lisa, um, what if she was like, here's a deal. She like comes into the girls like, like opening She's her eyes. She's on life support. And, and le- beep, beep, beep. She has a full blown like tracheotomy. Yeah. Like <sighs> she opens her eyes from like a deep, like drug induced sleep and standing over her bed is Lisa. Mm-hmm. And she, or, no, she, she goes, she standing opens over her, her bed. She opens her eyes and, and Lisa's a, in the corner of the hospital There's a room. Pomeranian like looking yeah. down at her. And then beyond that is like Lisa kind of standing, like Lisa's, Lisa's bending down, but the palm is like in her arm. So all you see is the palm when you like open your eyes. It's nighttime and she looks up and Lisa has her glasses on and she's reading something and there's like, she brought some flowers. Lisa's reading her medical chart. She's reading her medical chart. Flipping through it. Yeah. She's going like this. She's going what with her finger on her tongue, mm-hmm. turning the page. And she goes, yeah, look who's awake. And the woman's like, what? What? And she goes. Visiting time is over, but I called in a favor. I have my ways. I have my ways. And she's like, no I'm reading over your charts. When you're Lisa Vanderpump. No doors closed, not even hospital doors. <laughs> and she goes, I'm reading your charts. She goes, interesting stuff. <laughs> she gets up and the woman's like, you, why did you have the orange cream sauce? And Lisa's <laughs> like, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get through this. You're going to get better. I'll heal for your recovery. I'll pay your bills. I'll send you back to wherever it is you're from. She goes... Some flyover state, I'm sure. Some flyover state. And she looks through the blinds at like the lights of like Beverly Hills and the twinkling. And she goes, but here's the deal. You may never return to Los Angeles ever again. <laughs> <laughs> you are banned her. from the Los Angeles area and all counties around it. Don't come near West Hollywood. Don't go near West Hollywood anymore. Don't go near any gay neighborhoods. You're also not. For allowed I to, have soldiers everywhere. I have soldiers everywhere. You're also not allowed. I've, <laughs> I've revoked your cable bill. Your cable <laughs> privileges are over. You won't be allowed to watch Bravo anymore. You'll never Bennett. watch Bravo again. She goes, but I'm covering your hospital bills, which I'm sure you need. And, she, and the woman's like, but I want to watch Bravo. I just need to watch Bravo. I like Summer House. She's like, my stomach, the doctor said, will never be the same. She probably is like, has lingering health problems yeah, from this. Lisa goes, if you're in the hospital for, if you're an intensive care unit for three days, you have a very serious problem. And Lisa looks at her and she goes, that's right. Your body will never be good again. It'll never work the way it was, but it once did. Consider it a warning. You'll always be functioning at 80% from now on. And she goes, You'll have to take prebiotics, probiotics every day with every meal. You'll have to take pills every day. You'll have to get (laughs) increased checkups every day. And she goes, And that's... Stool samples. Stool samples. She goes, But it's all worth it. And she's like, What do you mean? She's like, I have my eye on you. It's a privilege to have... To be watched by me. Lisa puts her one finger, like the woman is getting like an IV that's like giving her life, and Lisa just puts a finger on the IV, she like stopping it. it. She yeah, she squeezes it. She takes out she takes out a vial with an oxygen bubble in it. Yeah, and she holds it up to the IV, and the woman goes, "No, no please, please, Lisa, please, please, no. Lisa, please, nurse." And she tries to call, and she goes, "I've unplugged that, silly dear." And yeah. she and she she sticks the needle into the IV, and she slowly presses the oxygen bubble she goes i want to hear you say you'll never watch bravo again you'll never step foot in la again oh you don't please don't make me i promise you things i can't keep and she goes and the bubble's slowly getting closer and the woman's eyes are bugging and she's like 
one drop of this? She says, you'll be dead within 10 seconds. She goes, have you, ever, have you ever seen someone die quickly? And the woman's like, no, I haven't. She goes, I have. She goes, it might be quick, but it sure isn't painless. <laughs> <laughs> It'll hurt. I can tell you that. It'll be agony. It'll Worse be agony. than what you experienced it, sir. 10 seconds of agony. What you allegedly experienced it, sir. She goes, 10 seconds of agony like this will feel like a lifetime. And the woman's like, please, no! And the oxygen, it's like inches, like half an inch away from It's the, edging the closer tube. and goes through the whites of the woman's eyes. She's like whale eyes. And she goes, okay! Okay! Fine! Fine, I promise I'll never come back to LA and I'll never watch a Bravo show again and I'll never say anything to you about anything to any of the tabloids. And Lisa just goes, she takes the needle out and she goes, that's a girl. So. She says, well, I've, I'm off. I've got to go back to sir. I've got to go back to sir. Got to clean Seems up like your mess. <laughs> we have some cleaning up to do since <laughs> you and God. <laughs> and by that I mean, we've got to mop up the floors. She goes. By that I mean, there's shit everywhere. <laughs> it looks like you took a little poopy on the floor, didn't you? <laughs> She's like a little poopy, right? You little pooed yourself, just like a baby, just like a toddler. And she goes. We have a saying at sir. Never get the fish. She winks. And she leaves. And she leaves. Yeah, that's how it went down. That is how it went down. But thankfully, this woman, <laughs> this woman's like, she's been through like Hell. years of gut rehabilitation to get to a point and like therapy. And her comeback story is this lawsuit where she's like, she realized everything in her life. Like, she just let people walk all over her and like tell her what to do. She like dumped her husband. She said, like, I want a divorce. I'm sick of being told what to do. And she like moves into an apartment. She's like, you know what? I'm getting Lisa. I'm going to fucking take this Vanderpump yeah. bitch down. So now she's lawyered up. Yeah. And she's ready for a fight. She's lawyered up. She's looking great. Yeah. Looking great. She actually ended up losing a lot of weight. Yeah. So it was a good thing for her. She in looks- retrospect. It was like it had... You know, when a door closes, a window opens. That's yeah. how she's looking at it. She just looked really fresh and relaxed. Yeah. Because she hasn't been able to walk that much. So she she's... hasn't walked. She Her muscles atrophied slightly, but she's built them back up. And now she's on a strict diet she of... Takes boxing. Yeah. Of paleo, like vegetables and like lean keto. meats only. Yeah. No wow. dairy, no sugar, no coffee. And she's ready she's to go ready. head to head with the mistress... Of the underworld. If anyone was there, yeah, night, were you there? Please come show yourselves. Come forward. If anyone knows anyone that was there that night, allegedly, like please. If you've ever been to Sir or have had a friend that's been to Sir, please turn to them right now and say, "Have you ever heard of this? Were you there? Let's find." I need witnesses. And has anyone ever been? Have you been sick, sick from, sir? from Sir? Not just like a sick feeling of dread, yeah. but like an actual that's, vom. That's a given. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us immediately. Write in sexyuniquepodcast at gmail.com ASAP because I readers. need to know. I Readers, this is your, I'm like, this is your this responsibility is a, now. We're in ICU with us. We're in ICU. Find, we need a hashtag to mobilize. I'm deputizing you guys as my detectives i need a witness Katy perry Su- susie sir like susie sir. <laughs> the orange sus sus the orange sus the orange oh my sus. god 
Hashtag orange sus. Like suspect? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's sus. Mm-hmm. Damn. Orange sus. Orange. The orange. Orange cream sus. So we are embarking on a show that I've never watched before, shockingly. Gallery Girls. The one season wonder from 2000. The one season wonder from 2010 that truly, this is the third time I'm watching it. This is Carrie's first time watching it. I'm real. I'm darked out by it more than ever before. It's really dark. It's really like, it's a sad, it's just a tragedy. No, it's 2012. 2012? Yeah. My God. I was in New York in 2012. 2012, the year the earth was supposed to end. Yeah. According to the Mayans. God, if only it, it had. kind of did. Yeah. Yeah. Um No, it's a great it's a great glimpse into a very specific like high no society. No wonder it like didn't work yeah. as a like, reality show cuz like who gives a shit about like I know. these girl like as an I could see as an outsider you're watching this and you're like what even is happening like this is kind of boring and like, yeah. who are these people? But it actually is like, there's nothing to relate to. Fascinating. Also, it's like, it takes place in the art world, which I feel like is like no one that's really super chic in the art world is going to let you film them. No, it's also like during kind of like the, the come down of the re- recession, like mm-hmm. it's still in the recession and like things were still not good. And like, everyone's kind of like, why, do, like, why do I want to watch like, interns yeah and like entitled millennial (laughs) like it was like the beginning of people identifying like what millennials were and these girls are like peak millennial like mostly most of them have like allowances or a trust fund they're living in new york like they are now what people joke about in new york which is like you don't live there and work then like not work there like most people that live in new york or grew up in new york like have trust funds yeah like they somehow bankrolled somehow like some of them can afford to live alone yeah which i'm like what yeah are you kidding like the last place i lived i lived with three people mm-hmm. like it's it's not possible unless you have like eight million dollars it's a Just, lot of money yeah everything's expensive in everything new york. is so expensive in new york starbucks is more expensive in new york cigarettes are more expensive in new york every everything. single thing everything. one by like, one down the line you name it it's more expensive in new york even if you live like far out in Brooklyn, like I did at the end, like it's still fucking expensive. Like everything costs anyway, but they, yeah. So it's like, it's such a weird choice that Bravo did it, but, but I see why they did it. Oh yeah. Like New York. I mean, real housewives of New York was already a thing. It's definitely like a bunch of girls that know each other. Like, I think you have like a good core group of girls that oh, know sure. each other, know of each other. So it's easy to build a show like around them. And there's also like really fascinating dynamics, dynamics happening between everyone. I'm already like, are you hooked? I'm already hooked. Yeah. I think it's also like such a Bravo is like definitely trolling a little like being everyone like, that worked on the show did these girls dirty in the cutting room but also they knew that the viewers would be like fuck these girls you yeah know? it's like it's it's you're you filled c- with rage hatred mm-hmm. disgust it's like the myc prep kids yeah. like they all had a nightmare experience afterwards like because I, I talked to two of them for an interview mm-hmm. and like one of them was run out of her school it's like they these kids and these young people get like they're like yeah i want to be on a tv show and then 
And then you have producers being like, don't worry, like, Mm -hmm. just like say this. And then they like edit it to make you look even more monstrous than you already are. Though I do believe like these girls, it's a pretty accurate portrayal of like what they're like. Like, I don't think that anyone's like coming off in a different way than who they actually are. But it's much like Vanderpump Rules felt very authentic. This Mm -hmm. feels very authentic. For sure. And like, you know, the Housewives now, especially like Housewives of New York, it's such a uh there's just a cult around it now that like mm-hmm. e- the episodes feel very much at this point like like they look some of them end up looking shitty because of like they're but like it, they don't the show isn't trying to make them look bad anymore no it's like celebrating them, yeah and it's like a it's like a comedy it's like a scripted show now yeah but it, but, but uh, this housewives kind of, of new york has transcended oh, yeah. and is like a whole new genre it is like it deserves an emmy it does it really does there that's another an that's another podcast for another time i think that yeah but i i think that this kind of show is like there's no control the producer you're at the mercy of the show yeah and, like, it's a first season you literally have no say it's wild wild west mm-hmm. you're just lucky if you like make it onto the show and like you want the show i think you don't even start getting really paid good money until you're in like season three of a reality show damn that would happen to vanderpump people yeah wow. i remember ariana's at the time manager was telling me like i was asking him about like how they got on the show and like all this shit and he kind of mentioned that that's crazy yeah you know so I, you work for like pennies on a side note related i read something somewhere that like tinsley only makes 80 people were like she only makes eighty thousand per season because she isn't tinsley's not asking for the money she's just there she's just happy to be on the show and i was like again people she's Guys. fucking rich yeah tinsley she, is probably richer than most of the women on that show on the whole like franchise of any like i'm gonna google her net worth it's like 35 or 40 million it's like she does not need like i love these articles being like she's just desperate to be on the show it's like yeah no, she's have just you like, fucking met her she wanted to be on a reality show for yeah. 10 years and she finally got on a really successful one she's great on it and she's probably the like yeah reason I don't... she's so amazing is because she doesn't need the money yeah, she's like i don't care like don't save the money for someone else like she's probably doing someone else a favor yeah it's just i'm like people anyway so these but these girls are definitely and gallery girls are probably making like they're making like a thousand an episode yeah they're making like five hundred dollars <laughs> they're paying them in cigarettes they're paying them in cigarettes and metro cards. Yeah, and like drink tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty five million, approximately thirty five million Tinsley. So that means more. Yeah. So like get over it. Get over it. Some people have trust funds. That's how the world works. These people do. These people do. Tinsley but does. If you basically if you're on one of these first season reality shows and you end up not needing to change your like getting facial reconstructive surgery or like allegedly or like <laughs> changing your name allegedly like mm-hmm. you're good to go but like otherwise yeah. it's 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 a crapshoot it's can, a crapshoot but i feel like we'll have to do a wellness check on everyone at some point but like what's funny is these girls were all the same age they're like the same age as us so i remember watching this they're show really young. they're really young and i was like in my early 20s and so were they when the show was happening so it was like you're watching your contemporaries yeah. like people that you may know and like i know someone that knows chantal like they're around i've seen chantal like really? i think she lives in la now huh. and like these are going wi- against her own these are women that are like 
around. You're six degrees or less away from them. I mean, I Googled Amy. Yeah. She's like high up in the junior club of Miami. Um, Junior league. Junior league. Um, That's funny that Chantel moved here because New York is apparently the only city in the world. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess we'll go into it. Let's so, get into it. Jesus they it opens up with like all the girls, like you're meeting all the girls, and they just love living in NYC. We start with Angela. She's a, a beautiful model, beautiful Asian model with hair that's long, long, long down to her butt. Her parents are both doctors. They don't approve of her lifestyle. She like is okay topless for a picture. Yeah, they cut her off after college, so she makes money by modeling, waiting tables. But what she really wants to do is be a photographer. I'm like into her journey. Like she's like she's scrappy. She's doing whatever she needs to do to survive in New York. Like I get it. Angela seems like a lawler. She is like. I've had watches of the the show where I've been like, I fucking hate Angela, and I might get to a point where I'm Me like, too. I don't like her anymore. But for now, but right I'm now, sure. I'm really into her vibe. She's like, she kind- seems like she is having the most fun. Of oh anyone. yeah, she doesn't care. Like she's like, I'm just on this. Sh-. She's like, I'm here for. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. Yeah, and she's an artist. She says she struggles calling herself an artist, but she really is an artist. I like that. Yeah, and I like it. There is shame in calling it like some. It's, it's hard, hard. It's hard to be like, yeah, I'm an artist, or to own your own creative truth. Uh, and Angela's just like doing it one day at a time. She's like kind of one tit at a time. One tit at one. Tit, <laughs> one tit, tit out at, at a time. time. One kabuki face paint is a, at a time. Mm-hmm. But she's might be may or may not be sleeping with. She's like she kind, meets a photographer who's like an Aussie fuckboy kind of photographer he's like on a shoot. Yeah, he's cute. He's I think they've gone on a date before. He's kind of like shaggy and slouchy. She and like he shoots her fully nude. I think she said she he shot her putting a flower in her pussy. Yeah, she, no, she's like, should I put a flower in my put? Like she's saying things to get like a reaction out of him. She's like, I think I- she was saying that we remember that photo. Like, oh, do you right. have that photo of me with a flower in my pussy? And he's like, I wouldn't say it's really in your pussy. And it's the- like, I'm not going to say pussy around you. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Everyone's cool. like, just go fuck. Yeah, please. And then Angela says the best line of all time. She goes, I'm obsessed with men. Which uh, we were both like, same. Yeah. I love <laughs> men. I'm obsessed with men. Yeah. So she's boy crazy. She's boy crazy in Williamsburg. Yeah, which I love. So she lives in Brooklyn. Then we see Carrie from Long Island. K-E-R-R-I. Yeah. Carrie, I feel like, looks really familiar to me. But I think all girls that are named Carrie with K-E-R-R-I look the same. She looks like a swimmer. She's like, kind of has a Carrie Russell face. Uh Uh-huh. And then I've known another girl named Carrie like that that looked like her. She looks like lots of girls that I knew in New York who were just like, living in New York. Yeah. Um, She is moving into a new place in the Greenwich village just she's moving to the west village a one a small one bedroom her apartment's so small it was like you could turn around in a circle and that's about as big as it is but Um, she's living on her own yeah and she's totally self-sufficient her parents were middle class long island people which she mentions yeah her mom is like helping her move a mattress and she's wearing like a very mom she's like a turtleneck under a cardigan sweater with like a low pony and like sneakers jeans, and she sounds like she smokes cigarettes and carrie's you know, gotta hand it to her. She's fucking. She's able, making it happen. She's able to live in the West Village by in herself. 2012 by herself. Things are pretty good for clearly. Carrie. She's doing well, but you find out that she's 
has another job that's like she's a concierge to i think like luxury some i think it's like a concierge she acts as like a liaison for like rich people and like luxury companies or something like that you you kind of get the sense that she's like a little desperate to be like in that world like she's like she owns being from a middle class background and mm-hmm. like she's like i i'm self-sufficient blah blah but she's also like like she's like i don't pretend to like i'm not part of this like i don't know there's something about her that made me think that like she longs to be part of that world yeah but i it's almost there's a part of her that it seems like she's the kind of person that just works so much yeah. so much of the time she doesn't have a lot of time to like think or long for anything that's true she's not awake like working she's sleeping yeah and like she's just like gonna work and work and work until she like gets to wherever she gets to and i hope she's like really successful now she probably is She's you, she's the kind of person you can like. She, you would meet her and be like, "That's she's going to be successful." Yeah, or she'll be fine. Like be I'm fine. not worried about her. No, anyway. I'm not worried about Carrie. I mean, she's pretty boring on this show. So boring. But like, whatever. But she she really wants to like tap into her creative energy, and I think she wants to get into boutique hotel. Like, she wants to be like selecting art for boutique hotels, so which she is wants, like cool. Cool. It's very, I'd love that job. Yeah. If you're a, a boutique hotel owner or listening to this podcast, I'll pick out some art for you. Yeah. I have Google. I'll curate some playlists yeah, for your Google lobby. Yeah, Google and good taste. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a very specific want, but that's the kind of like specificity where like, oh, you could get really successful because it's, yeah. there's not much. And I fully have faith in her that she'll be able to achieve that goal. Yeah. Um, and her mom is like, proud of you, kid. Yeah. You're doing this on your own. Father and I can't help you. Sorry about that, but I'm proud of you. You got your own room? And she's like, yeah, I'm, I need to now. I need you to leave so I can have a moment to myself in this apartment. Mm-hmm. And then like plops down in her bed and probably sleeps for like 17 She hours. falls into a death-like slumber. Yeah, she's exhausted. Yeah. Um, she seems stressed. She's always stressed. I think she's probably well, like... You know, she's scrappy too. Yeah. Her and her mom moved their mattress. Like she didn't get like a moving company. No. Like she's like moving furniture Ugh. up walk up apartment. The apartment element of New York it's is enough to keep me away forever. It's bad. I've I mean, I've moved a few times in New York and it's really stressful. And moving mattresses slash like anything up I was on a f- fifth floor walk up. I was on a fifth floor in Bushwick and when we moved it was i mean i was also i had the flu that day so it was like it was bad i feel the blood draining out of my body yeah it was it's it's tough like i mean i know it's a hard life it's hard it wears on your i love new york i loved living i'm really happy i lived there but it is it's new york is cool but it's like it's a it can be a nightmare when you live in la and you're just like you can walk right out the door and it's like sunny and like just like the light breeze is blowing and like i my whole thing yeah no i mean i i used to like be on the subway and would like look around coming home from work and just be like everyone why are we all not crying right now together like why are we all not just screaming Mm -hmm. because this everyone is like you can just feel everyone being like i gotta get home yeah and then when you get home, it's like you open up like a little tuna can and like squeeze your body into it and like close the tuna can. And that's like the size of your house. Yeah. It's not like you can like sprawl out and be like, oh my God, I'm finally so relaxed. It's like 
you're just in like a tiny you're in a tiny home no it's like you people call an apartment you're you're being constantly gaslit uh uh-huh and like everyone around you is like this is it you know we're all in this you know it's like it's rise and grind you know flight or fall you know fly or fall like you know we got a really what is that flight or flight or fight fight or flight Flight or fall. Oh, my brain is unhinged. Flight or fall. Flight or fall. But it's like, it's like, you're either going up or you're going down. We're in this together. You know, this is New York, man. We're in this city together. The stars, the moonlight. You know, it's all coming down. The the, the skyline. You see it over there. It's, like, it's always creeping on you. It's always over your shoulder. You always got to be looking back. It's like New York. We're always on. The, it's like, that's everyone in New York. Yeah. It's like this ruse that we're all like, isn't this great? We're all in the city and it's great. And we're all trying to make it in New York. And it's really hard. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. It's true. But I do love New York. I do love it. And I loved, I loved being. When I was like, in New York, I was like loving. I loved like, pounding the pavement. Yeah. I loved heading to a meeting. I was late everywhere uh, I went. Late in New York is the best. It's awful. I didn't realize how much like the how long it takes to get places, and if you're taking the subway. And I was like, cool. I got 20 minutes. It's great. And it's like 45 minutes later. I also got on a train going like the wrong way, Oof. which was a real. It was a. I know it was such a noob moment. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, I ended up in like deep Williamsburg. I was like, "Where am I?" The thing about the subways is like, you—it's really daunting. But if you spend like a week on it, you yeah. totally understand the. And whole it was system. truly the moment. I had Tony with me in his little carrier, no. so he took the subway. Wow, he likes the subway. I miss the subway sometimes. I like it. Like I like just walking, getting on a train, and getting off the train, yeah. getting on another train, and like getting to where you need to go. I enjoy it. But like New York is a, it's a kind of they complicate the system. I miss the community. I like. I know this sounds cheesy, but like sometimes it was nice. Like if something weird was happening on the subway, like someone was like doing something insane, like you could just look at one person and they would look at you and you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like that shit. I I miss like those little moments. Trauma or, bonding. Yeah, or just like weird buskers and like people doing weird shit and like like amazing like guys who were just like. There's like a random guy in a mask and like a gas mask playing the flute or something. And you're yeah. Like, yes. You know, or like some guy in a mask playing like a dubstep and, and you're like with like a gas mask on. And you're like, yeah. oh, this is cool. Yeah. Where else are you going to see it? Where, only in New York. You know what I mean? But and like, also like the, the amount of like different kinds of people you see day to day is amazing because it does get really like homogenous here. It also is isolating too. Like you can be in L.A. You cannot see anyone that you know for like days yeah in new york you run into people all the time yeah i yeah i, miss... I ran into a reader in new york wow recognized tony wow erica shout out to erica erica no I, I i there's i miss it in the fall i miss like i think fall and spring are peak new york moments mm-hmm. summer Christmas. is a real challenge it is i was it's... like covered in sweat most of the time it's a hard place to live, but if you can make it work, it's great. And I think there's something, there is like beauty in the struggle. And I think like it's fun being scrappy in New York and like hungry and trying your best. You know? Yeah. But these people are, most of them besides Carrie are probably. They seem pretty good. Yeah. Like they seem like it's not, not that difficult not that for hard. them. Um. So we leave Carrie and we go we to. Leave Carrie and then we meet. 
Amy, who's taking a bubble bath and talking to Daddy on the phone. She's literally giggling in a bubble bath. On the Upper East Side. She lives in an apartment on the Upper East Side that belongs to her dad. And she's like on speakerphone, like giggling to her father while taking a bubble bath. It was like very like... She's and like, like lifting her leg up and like kicking around the bubbles. Yeah. And she's it's like, flirty. <laughs> it's really flirty. It's she incestuous. She's having a flirty combo with Daddy. And she's like, my apartment is owned by Daddy. Yeah. He supports my life and I'm an, I intern I have a free internship that doesn't pay. She's I'm, interned for two years, did she say? Yeah. That's like okay, no one needs to intern for two years. Get a job. Yeah. Get a job. So Amy's just like she on, likes the upper east side. Yeah, she loves it. She, she loves, loves to put on her heels. She loves like the streets aren't dirty and they're bo- cute boys in vests. Yeah, she loves <laughs> she was like <laughs> Loves all the cute preppy boys and vests. She's like Tinsley. Around. Yeah. She's like, I love the Upper East Side. She loves being like the youngest person by like nine years. Later on, like she's always wanting to go to like bars on the Upper East Side and the other girls are like trolled by it. Yeah. They're like, why are you like this? Amy, you can tell is going to be like, she's going to get a lot of shit. You can just... Oh, Amy is a, she's a tragic character yeah, on the I could, show. I already felt like, ooh. She, it's just like one of those people where you're like. Stop. I think she probably comes off the worst of anyone and not even like a villain. Like just being like, oh, this is like, I'm sad for you. Sad for you that you decided to be on the show. Yeah, it's like a, she, cause she has no real self-awareness. Yeah. And she's just trying so hard. Yeah. And it's like. A little bit of desperation but like a lot of desperation anyone when you're opening when you're introducing yourself by like being in a like naked in like a seductive bath like talking to daddy when you're like i'm gonna take a bubble bath and call my daddy do you want to film and that's where you've gone <laughs> off the rails the producers are like they're like yes, yeah we will do we um then we meet chantal and claudia two mavens who are starting a clothing store slash gallery chantal looks like rooney mara Mm -hmm. and they both have like wear like pale makeup and have deep red lipstick and wear like black yeah and they work they work at a boutique slash painting gallery on the lower century which is like literally it's the beginning of the century (laughs) so it's like why why I had friends that had got to go into End of Century, which I was jealous of. Wow. I feel like maybe I walked by End of Century once. It's probably permanently closed. Oh, it's fully closed. I feel like it was open for like a year. But like, what I think I'm so confused by that name. What does that mean? It's a weird name. It's like a portal. I guess. End of Century. Cool. I think it just sounds cool. They're like definitely the kind of girls that are just like well just like open a clothing store like that was like that time was when rich girls started just like opening clothing stores it felt very like coke plan yeah like like they were like up late one night and they're like let's just do it yeah it was probably definitely how it started because claudia and chantelle had only been friends for like less than a year yeah a year and then they have a partner named lara they have a partner named lara amazing who's just kind of silent and like weepy weepy and like is like always just has a facial expression like what's going on she's like a middle part yeah she's just like kind of like she's not like honoring the legacy of lara 
No. But it's okay. She dresses like Darlene on Roseanne. <laughs> she does. And so they're they're like getting ready for their big opening. Like and their biggest issue is Chantel's like, I think we should have white wine because I don't want the red wine spilling on any of the clothes. Yeah. And Claudia's stressed. And Claudia- we find out that she's stressed because her parents gave her 15k to start this like Mm -hmm. store which now doesn't seem like that much money but it's still like that's a chunk it's a chunk and also so she's literally on her hands and knees cleaning the floor and chantal and lara like why are you doing that and claudia is seems to be doing the brunt work Mm -hmm. and chantal and lara are like we're the fashion liaisons, so we're just like like Claudia's the art person, and they're the fashion people. Yeah, and they're like buyers and deal with like merchandise and stuff. And like Claudia's purpose, I think, is to like bring in artists and then like sell their work out of the store. Mm-hmm. Which, in theory, like there is a really chic clothing store in los angeles that's also like a it's like a gallery slash clothing store Mm -hmm. that i feel like is even like invite only or you have to like you can't even like go in there yeah it's like very in a way but it's also like they sell like backpacks like crocodile backpacks from the row there it's like they're you're working at like a fifty thousand dollar like per item that's probably their goal is to get to that like super like you have to like knock on the door to come in kind of thing Mm -hmm. but i it's like the worst probably the worst time to open up like a shop in new york city yeah but it's only something that like rich people could do mm-hmm. like they can take the hit but claudia's stressing she's you can see it in her face she's really stressed she's stressed and i'm like did you guys start a business together like do you guys have a corporation or yeah. like how is this like how is all this funding I think Claudia working. Yeah, I think Chantal Claudia. just glommed onto her. Chantal seems like a glommer, like a glommer, but then also just like sits back while it like burns up and is like whatever, whatever. You find out Cla- she was an uh, Chantal grew up in Georgia and was like, I always knew I was meant for the city. I was always different from the people around me. So at age seventeen, I moved to New York. I moved to New York. She also talks in a very affected voice mm-hmm. that's like very specific. Mm-hmm like that yeah and then we go to liz 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 margulies liz margulies who we carrie googled her dad her dad's like an art buyer or like an art collector and he's worth like a billion dollars he has like billions and his collection itself is worth like 800 million so that's cool cool she announces herself by saying i'm a student at the school of visual arts aka sba and i live in gramercy it's like okay it's like coming in hot coming in hot liz she has a nose ring and she has she's a nose ring and she looks very like orange county mm-hmm. and she's just starting her for internship at this art this gallery run by a guy named eli for asian artists yeah for chinese eli klein i think he's specifically chinese artists yeah and she's starting day one at that internship and we also meet maggie who is like it's a tie right now between like who's more tragic, Maggie or Amy. They're pretty neck and neck. Yeah, Maggie's like a sad like Maggie has a trust fund, she said, so that's why she can like just languish in like intern uh-huh. hell for as long as she has. But she's been working for Eli as an intern unpaid for since college. Since college. So I guess for months. And he gaslights her and like says like no, you've only been 
working here for 30 days. Yeah, but I think that she... My theory is that she and Eli were, like, fully hooking up. Yeah. And she... She says in the opening episode she left her internship for, like, two weeks. But now she's coming back to, I guess, keep interning there. She, like, needs a recommendation from him so she knows she, like, can't burn a bridge. But it's very clear that they've, like, had sex. sex. Yeah, they have that vibe. And also she's like, I needed to... I needed to, like, process some things. And, like, she needed to have, like... Okay, if you have to leave your internship for two weeks... A place where you're not getting paid. (laughs) If you're like, God, this sucks so much. This thing I do for free. And I've got to get out of here to, like, process it. Then don't come back. Never come back. Like... If you're doing something for free and it's not fun and causing you stress and pain, stop doing it. Yeah. Period. Even if they didn't fuck and she's just traumatized by his, like emotional abuse as a boss like do you have an option and it's called not doing that internship yeah leave but but she likes pain yeah but she now has like a beefy boyfriend who's hot boyfriend who's just like a bodybuilder Mm -hmm. and she's like like, little and like yeah she's little and like obsessed with him Mm -hmm. she's like the kind of like you know the you know the couples she's like hayden penitera with her like eight foot tall vladimir klitschko who they're not i don't think they're married anymore no vlad's like back in russia where the fuck he came from (laughs) ukraine i don't know romania (laughs) romania macedonia um so so eli klein is a monster and you know this because he tells liz to get him a coffee and he wants it with skim milk and two equals which like show me someone that I mean, I'm a Splenda girl, and I fully embrace that. But, like, equal to me is... The devil. Psychotic. Like, show me a person that willingly puts equal in their coffee, and I'll show you a person that has no soul. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who has siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. 
Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. We also see Liz at the internship, and she's like, I will not 
he's like oh i'm gonna need you to help this guy move some of this stuff into the back of the gallery and she says she's like my dad is a huge collector and i know eli wants to meet my dad and so if i tell my dad that like eli is making me do shit that i don't want to do my dad's gonna be mad so you find she she goes i would prefer she literally goes i would prefer to like be in a chair and he's like okay and she's like it's pretty much how it goes in my life like if i don't want to do something i'll just like mention my dad yeah it's like okay so you got a glimpse into how this girl has lived her life which is cool great awesome yeah good for you She's like preference to be sitting at a desk and answering phone calls. I was like, <laughs> she like refuses to like. They're like, please spackle some holes in the wall. She's like, is this what it's gonna be like to her boss? Is this what it's gonna be like every day? Like, I have to like do shit like this. Yeah. Wild. Wild. Can you imagine going to work and saying that as an intern? I was literally my whole mo was like. Is there anything I can do for you right now? Like, yeah, let me know what it is. I would do anything anyone ever told me to do. It's supposed to be like, if you're if you don't have work, find work. Yeah, I'll spackle something. Like I, I went and got a stellar intern. I went and got a wee fit. Yeah, from, like you do shit. Mm-hmm. You gotta, if you're gonna spackle, no one is too good to spackle. No, Liz. When you're working for free, you're at the bottom of the totem pole. Your goal is to get people to like you and think that you're a good worker. I love that. No, I'm not gonna do that. Mm. He was, and he was like, okay, yeah. Anyway, anywho, Eli is having an art opening mm-hmm. to showcase a new artist. He refers to his artist as his stable. And he only keeps seven in at a time. Yeah, because he likes to really put a lot into them. And so he invites all the girls to come to his art opening, which is wild to me watching this again that, like, Eli is a character on the show. Yeah, he's, like, so just, like... He's in this show. He's, like, kind of garbage. Yeah. He's, like, an older man. Mm -hmm. Like what in his 30s or 40s it's kind of like selling sunset with the oppenheim twins yeah you're like oh they're on the show he's in i would say late 30s early 40s yeah and then all these girls around him are in their early 20s and he's the only male on the show he probably has no guy friends i don't know what his life is like he disgusts me to look at he only hangs out with like young women because he likes to like fuck with them and women that are like in that are like working for him i feel mm-hmm. like, he, like he's like uh, hires like cute girls to like do work yeah. and like flirt with at the office it's weird it's weird it's very like me too yeah so we we had to do we go back to uh claudia and chantal we go to well maggie and her boyfriend arrive at the opening and i think she introduces her boyfriend to eli for the first time so maggie's back out of her two-week hiatus and she's back with like a new boyfriend which i think you can tell like eli is a little surprised yeah yeah he seems a little like miffed by it yeah she comes with liz well, no, first... Maggie gets there. Maggie then gets there. Then Chantal and the girls get there. And Maggie doesn't like Chantal because it cuts to, like... It cuts to them hanging out at, like, a dinner party Six in Brooklyn. Six months prior. Yeah, and she says that when she met Chantal, Chantal made everyone do slap shots, which is where you take a shot and then someone slaps you in the face. I didn't know that was a thing. I've never heard of that. I mean, pickleback But I love is, that. I've, I've taken, like, pickleback shots. But yeah, like, but not, like, a slap a slap shot. 
And Chantal was just like, <laughs> Chantal's the kind of person that just like smile, like she's chaotic evil. Mm-hmm. Like she smiles and asks you what's wrong and knows exactly what's wrong and delights in your like internal terror. Yeah. She would like, she would like toss like wine in your face and then be like, what's wrong with your face? Mm-hmm. What, what did you do that for? Like she, she's that kind of person. Like, are you okay? Yeah. Like unpredictable like evil. Like spill wine all over your brand new white dress and then be like, are you upset? Yeah. And then kind of smile. She baits you with a uh-huh. smile and then watches you self-immolate and you're... gets like ultimate yeah. pleasure out of it. She's like, Which is amazing really... like form of mean girlness. Uh-huh. She's I love like, it. Oh, you're really upset. Yeah. Um. So they all converge at this place. I think... Don't we cut to Angela and first we cut to Angela and Dave? Well, then Angela's there. Eli invites everyone. Angela's there and they meet all the like Brooklyn girls meet the Manhattan girls. The Manhattan girls. They meet Liz, who I keep wanting to call Jill. She looks like a Jill. She looks like a Jill. So she and Angela meet and Angela shades her from like for like looking like she's from Orange County. Because Liz is like, I live there for three years. I love it there. And Angela's like, yeah, you look like you love it there. And then all the end of century girls laugh and laugh at basic Liz. And then two minutes later, Angela goes, remember when I said that thing to her? Like, And they all laugh. And they all laugh again. And then Liz goes over to Maggie and, and she's like... She's like, this sucks. She was like, they were like laughing at me like when I was... Le- and then they were like divided in that way and then amy comes over to liz and is like oh my god you look so beautiful oh my god you're amazing and liz says which i kind of love liz is like amy just came up to me and started kissing my ass and she does that with everyone she literally will just tell everyone they look so good yeah so amy is desperate to be accepted by people so you'll see her just like like furiously complimenting Mm -hmm. and like there's a really sad scene where she brings like cupcakes to liz at work and it's just like it's tragic. Yeah, Liz is not we'll here for there. Amy. She yeah. knows. She knows. She's known Amy since they were little, like yeah. since they were five or something. She's probably been that girl. Like you know those fr- kind of friends that have been together for yeah, and like or they just know each other. Their families do, and it's like be nice to Amy, okay? Like you have to hang out with her a few times, and Liz is like, ugh, fine. Yeah, my but parents like, made me better. Yeah, and so Liz then. Eli invites all the girls to like go to a dinner afterwards at this like nice Chinese restaurant. And Chantal is like, I would rather kill myself. And so she, <laughs> Oh my God, out. that boys. Yeah. She goes, I would literally rather kill myself. Plus I have to, I have to think about my image. And yeah. so she's just like not going, which she I love. Saunters off into the Chantal night. Chantal has boundaries. She does. And she's the, like, that's why she's so successful. I will not be going to that dinner. So she leaves and then the other Brooklyn girls like go with her. Yeah. They're not going to like cross Chantal. No. Also, at one point, Angela says, I love banter, which is great. <laughs> she goes on a date with that Aussie photographer, yeah. which then she te- spends the whole date being like, this is not a date. It's not a date. And they like talk and laugh. And then she admits she loves banter. And then and then he's like, I'm paying for you because this is a date. And she's like, okay. But then he has no money. And she goes, and then she goes, oh my God, you don't have cash. He doesn't have cash. 
So he goes to get cash and then she's like, well, he actually didn't pay for me, but it's fine because it wasn't a date. So I can't tell if she likes him or if she's just like humoring him. I think she's humored by him. Yeah. And probably she like wants to keep him in her pocket because he's a photographer and she's a model. And she's like, Australian guys are cute. Like, I think she's just... He's cute. Yeah, he's really cute. I think she's just like... He looks like he has a big dick. Yeah, he has big dick energy. Like, big Aussie uncut dick. Mm-hmm. And she's like... She's she's down to she's down to, to clown, like, but she's not going to give it up. Yeah. Because she's like, I don't need him. Yeah. Because she's hotter than he is. She's way hotter than she is. And she knows that, but, like, he is nice to her, and she's kind of like, I'll keep him on the back burner. Yeah, and also it's, like, it's definitely not a date if you're going to, like, a dumpling restaurant the first time. Like, that's not... He's, like, the kind of guy who does the bare minimum in order to, like, fuck. Yeah. Like, later on, when they meet up with each other, he's like, do you want to hang out later? It's already, like, 11 p.m. She gave a great response. She goes, yeah, like, next week. And he goes, not, like, next week, like, no, later. Like later like, tonight. I thought that was great that she said that. Yeah, that was a good shutdown. Yeah, it was. He's, like, basically, like, do you want to come over and fuck me tonight? She's like, no. No. I'm taking photos. Yeah. But um, at this dinner, it's really embarrassing because Liz is sitting with Amy and maggie and their boyfriends and amy gets really drunk and liz is like when she gets drunk she's fucking embarrassing yeah and then amy proceeds to tell everyone that she dated eli and so he fully is like fucking all of them all of them but at one point and then she says and in such a way that i was like oh this is like one of those things you say when you're drunk and you don't mean Mm -hmm. she goes i think i like him yeah she goes, I think we like have, like, he looks at me sometimes, and I think he's, like, into me. And I think I like him. Yeah. And everyone just, and Liz is like, Amy, shut up. Liz is like, Amy, shut up. Maggie then laughs. is, like, laughs and, like, cuddles into her boyfriend, and then it cuts to her, like, talking head, and she's like, I don't think that, like, Eli would fuck Amy, but I don't she's know like, what he does. Fully jealous. Mm-hmm. And then. It was weird. It was really, really but weird. But Amy was blackout. Yeah. She was like 30 glasses of wine deep. She's like a mom. She is. She's She's like, has a real mom energy, like a 45 year old mom. She's like that desperate. With a teenage son. She's like a mom Uh with a teenage son that she like can't control and like doesn't feel very connected to anymore, but like loved so much. Yeah. And she's also like trying really hard to be like with the cool moms at the PTA and like they don't, Liz is like the queen of the PTA and she's like, I don't approve. So then. The next day is the day where end of century is going to have their opening party. Yeah. And Claudia, Chantal, and Lara are I'm, walking down I'm sorry. The street. Just really fast. I cannot get over how stupid that name is. Chantal. End of century. End of century. It's, I hate it. You hate it. I EOC. Really, the I really EOC like girls. It. We're the EOC girls. We're the century girls. End of century. End of century. Ever heard of it? End of Century is such a store, boutique, art, gallery name. It's in the Bowery. It's in the Bowery. It's in the Bowery. Lower East Side. It's in the Bowery. It's in the Bowery. Like, I just see them saying, like, it's, like, below the Bowery in the LES. Which also, what is the Lower East Side now? It's not, like, great, right? It's still really expensive. It's expensive and, like, it's corporate now. We're on Hester Street. It used to be, like, edgy, like, Lou Reed. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like Target. There's still some like edgy areas, but it's it's definitely like getting. I feel like the village is forever like where you want to be. 
Like that best. feels like quaint and cute. It's so beautiful. And like charming yeah. and old and like, but in like a great, charming, cutie pie always way. Lower East Side is like a skinny white person taking a bottle of like empty vodka and just going on the ground. Yeah. And being like, whoa. Yeah, and like lighting a cigarette and then just like sauntering off and like maybe skate, like hopping on a skateboard. I knew this, there was this hot, I worked with this hot gay guy who lived in the Lower East Side when I worked at the Standard and he always walked around with like one of those blue Ikea bags as like his main like his main bag he was just a huge blue ikea uh it was a huge those bags are huge yeah and he just like and he was like he's like doty leaving sandoval's apartment when she had to move her stuff out (laughs) but he i was always like wow he's a real lower east sider because of that bag Mm -hmm. the lower east side's all about like repurposing your trash and making it fashion exactly um so Angela or so Claudia Chantal and Lara are like strutting down the street. Claudia is like having a conniption and Chantal is wearing a floppy wide brimmed hat that obscures her entire face except for her mouth. She looks like Carmen San Diego. Yeah. She's like <laughs> gothic. She's like goth Carmen San Diego. And then she goes, Claudia's like wheezing, like having a panic attack. And then Chantal just goes, are you okay, Claude? <laughs> and like smiles, and you know that what's about to happen, Claude. Yeah. So Claudia's like, I'm just. She's like, I'm freaking out because a lot's at stake for me here, and I feel like I'm doing all the work, and like I'm the only one taking our finances seriously. Mm-hmm. And they're like, right? Yeah. She's like, we. My parents like gave us like all this money to start the store, and I just feel like it's all on my shoulders to like make it a success and like repay them. And you guys just like, don't have the same investment as I do. And, and Chantal says something like, well, where the, we get the fashion people involved. And like, if there's a difference in our, what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And like, you just have to like understand our roles. Yeah. And they go to coffee and then like Chantal and Claudia have their first fight. Lara is still like kind of tuned out, like doesn't really pipe up at all. She's kind of like Chantal's lackey. She's, she's a sub for Chantal. Yeah. And I was like, how is Chantal alive? And I feel like it's like she's like sucking Lara's blood. Yeah. She's like, her hair is thinning. She's like, give me an arm. Yeah. Like, and then Lara like holds her arm out and Chantal gets like a big gulp and then she's like, has a little more power again. Uh-huh. She's like the mummy. Yeah. It's very like true blood. Mm-hmm. So Claudia is like how I would be. Just yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, we're going to sink. Mm-hmm. And, and Chantal's like, why are you getting so stressed about it? I love yeah. that. You okay? You okay, Claude? You okay, Claude? And her, clearly not okay. Her wide-brimmed hat and like her just her little like it's just her, her little witch lips, mouth, her little dimples. You okay, Claude? No, I'm not okay. Baiting you to say like to like bleed out, mm-hmm. and then like laughing at your pain. Yeah, slight, slightly like smirking at your pain. Yeah, Chantal's like doesn't care if this doesn't work out or not oh no it's truly just like whatever chantelle is like ready to just like do the next thing if this doesn't work out like she does not care laura is wearing a great coat you screamed out loud laura's sweater when she walked by she's wearing like um like a tribal Uh uh-huh it looked like something you've seen like a ski chalet it's like a pendleton Uh uh-huh coat and at one point and she and claudia's like aren't you guys freaking out they're standing on, i think they're on like uh like houston or something and like 
dropping all these names. I think they were like a real you knew right near the Manhattan Bridge, and and Claudia's just like, oh my god, like we are we have a lot at stake here, and I feel like we're not we're not being as serious as we should be. And they're silent for a minute, and then Lara goes, feels like it's gonna snow, (laughs) and then they just keep walking. So their mo is just like gaslight Claudia, Mm -hmm. like drive her to madness. And then just like laugh and move on. Yeah. They just want like, these are the kind of people. They just want like a store. They want a project. Yeah. Like somewhere to go every day. Yeah. They're like, I want to, they like to tell people like, oh, I have, I'm like doing this. Yeah. Like I have a store. It's like opening. They can like go like meet with like buyer or like fashion people. Uh And it's like buying your way into like a career. Yeah. They like, they don't. It's like a good and like their parents are like, what are you doing in New York? Like, how's it going? They're like, oh, I have that store. Yeah, my store. The store is going well. Like, <laughs> I met with like a sweater maker and like got ordered some sweaters. Like the stores like that make like three hundred dollars of sales a day. Yeah. Like, if even that, they might sell like a bangle. Yeah. And then that's it. <laughs> um. Like, no one is walking into that store and buying, like, a big piece of art for, like, $5,000. Like, nice try. But nice no, try. That's also not where those kinds of shoppers shop. No, and it's it's too... It's a good concept, but it's too... You have to, like, burn your way to that point. You and can't... it's, like, gritty. Like, it's, like, no one... Like, people that like, like, gritty stuff aren't... They're not big spenders. No. Like, if you want to do that, you should do it in, like, Soho or somewhere. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, you okay, Claude? I love that. You okay, Claude? You okay, Claude? Cut to her, just her mouth. She just, at this point, is, like, a mouth. Yeah. She's a talking mouth. She's a little witch If that smile. makes any sense. That she's a talking mouth. <laughs> just a red lipstick. Just, just, like, disembodied mouth. Yeah. That's always kind of smirking at you. You okay, Claude? It's like me if I'm having like an anxiety attack like at home and I'm just like, oh my God, like I have to get all this shit together. Like, Ugh, and then a little mouth pops up and goes, you okay, Lar? And it's like, no, I'm not fucking okay. You okay, Kara? You okay, Kara? Everything okay over there, Kara? Mm-hmm. I've known people like that. It sees you in your worst, your lowest moment. And then it's like just a kind check-in. I know people like that. Yeah. You okay, Kara? That they know absolutely you're not okay. Care, you okay? You okay? No, I'm not. Care, you okay? Lara? You okay, Care? Lara, you okay over there? No! No, I'm not! No, I'm fucking not okay! Fuck you! Fuck off! Everyone fuck themselves! We're all Claudia. We're all Claudia. And, like, society is Chantal uh, being, like, you okay? Every time you open Instagram, it's Chantal <laughs> being, like, you her okay, mouth, Cara? Her mouth pops up in your screen, and that, and there's, like, the the little bit of the <laughs> Just a hat. Just, just a hat. And then, you okay? You okay, Care? You okay, Care? You're, like, no. No. I want to die. You click on another picture, and it goes, how about now? What do you think of that? What do you think of that, Care? Do you like this photo? Do you really like it? Are you are you liking it because you're insecure and you feel like you have to? Or do you really like it? Or do you really actually like it? Because don't like something if you don't actually... Like, she makes you question everything. Mm-hmm. Don't make you... Don't like something if you don't Just actually like it. Just, like, undermining you yeah. always. 
Ooh, saw that. You returned to that photo. Mm. Wow. Oh, you're going to look at her profile now? You're going to go back to his profile? You've already been there twice today. You watch that story a few times in a row. Seems like you're checking in on this person, Care. You okay, Care? You okay? Should we unpack this, Care? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm. Oh, you scrolled really... Oh, you're really... checking your own likes. Wow. Don't worry about that. I'm sure the next photo will get more. Are you seeing how many... Oh, my God, you are. You're seeing how many people viewed your story, Care. Oh, Care? it looks like it's a lower number than usual. Are you Ooh. okay? How does that make you feel, Care? That doesn't bother you, does it? We can talk about it if you want, Care. Mm. Gotta go. Bye, Care. Bye. See ya. <laughs> See you around. There's a really good book that I read called The Underminer, and it is all from the perspective of someone that's kind of a Chantal type of character who's interacting with you, the reader, and they're just like, Oh my God, like you look amazing. Like you've definitely lost weight. Not that you were like hugely chubby or anything, but you know, it's like a big improvement. Anyways, like talking about their life, but it's just like they're fully chantaling you the entire length of the book. Oh my God. And you find out like what's going on with you via these interactions that you have with the underminer. It's so good. Wow. I highly recommend if you want like a really lol fucked up book to read that makes you. They should make that a movie. It's hilarious wow i'm gonna read it read it you would love it the underminer the underminer you've got to check it out you've got to go to the library go in the library cards find them find the one that you like get it then go walk down the aisle and go what a history wow what a history i'm checking this out i'm checking this out i miss dale wow what a history. Wow. Her Instagrams are wild, by the way. Yeah, She's Dale always is posting like, who'd have thought Tinsley would grow up to be what she is? Here back when she was a little girl and she had no concept of being a real housewife, just a housewife at age like two. <laughs> um, who knew Tinsley would be so dependent on men? Who knew Tinsley would have... I certainly didn't. I thought she would stay married to Topper forever, but we all know how that worked out. Who knew this little girl would grow up to cry at a circus? <laughs> Hmm. Um. Speaking of, hmm, we go back to Carrie. Carrie's. Carrie used Eli's party as network. like a networking opportunity. She meets someone named Sharon. Sharon Horowitz, and she's like, Sharon is dripping in Chanel. Amazing. She's like fully like petite. The petite power player uh-huh. art lady that we all need yearn to be and like ne- we all need a sharon in our life like vintage chanel vintage chanel or chanel couture everything yeah she's wearing like crazy couture clothes the entire season yeah. she is giving you fashion at every turn but in just like a like this is just her life like every day she wakes up and like goes to her amazing closet and pulls something out and it's like not even a big deal to her kind of like style Carrie's like, I'm looking to get into boutique hotels and picking the art for it. And like, I really would love an internship. And and Sharon's impressed by her. She's yeah. like, wow, you're ballsy. You just showed up to this random thing. Like, you're just, you knew, you, you can tell that Sharon's like, I like you. Yeah. Get Carrie's a hustler. Yeah. She's a total hustler. And Sharon's intrigued. So she invites Carrie to like stop by the office and like chat and, and like maybe shadow. Maybe she'll like get an internship or whatever. So it's a successful night for Care. Yeah. Um, so Care comes in to meet Sharon and like interview for her internship. She's position. wearing, wearing a, mink. a mink. 
and like a very what kind of skirt is that she's wearing like a leather dress dress. with like then she takes off the mink and underneath this is the craziest thing that carrie's ever done is underneath her mink coat she's wearing like a furry vest like a feathery vest that was an era that was a moment back then a feathery vest Uh i never had one but like like a short vest that only covered the top part of your like chest that girls would wear i was like what like, is this like, i've never understood a vest i'm like why would i want to look thicker in my trunk area Yeah, it's like it's like football shoulder pads yeah it's like or was this like does not compute maleficent football like what the fuck i'm like yeah i'm not trying to look like a fucking linebacker thanks though i put on like a vest or something puffy like that i literally look like a bodybuilder <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with bodybuilding it's not the what i'm looking not for not my journey not my aesthetic i love a vest you love a vest i wore a I've vest i've never the even fir- seen you in a vest that's because i quickly learned not in la <laughs> i wore a vest the first night i was here and did you wear like a what like a puffy vest mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> I think I have seen you in a vest now. That I think I you have. About it. I feel like you were wearing a vest the first night we met. Probably. You love a puffy vest. Back in New York. You're a bro at heart. I know. You're kind of like a tech bro. Oh, I'm like. No, you're cooler than that. You're like a lacrosse. Mm-hmm. East Coast. Yeah, like I have a little bit of like prep. Mm-hmm. Just from my, I couldn't, I, it was hard to like move out of that. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Sometimes I still, I still have some prep. You get there. preppy. But, you love a preppy moment. Mm-hmm. But not like a. For a while, that was my style, just because my mom bought all my clothes, <laughs> so it was like, she wouldn't let me. She used to, she my mom. Lo- your mom is my like, mom to, I love a vest on my son. Like I goes and you. gets you like all your vests, and she's like, put your vest on. I love a vest. I, I love, love a vest. My Do you mom like loves that me. Vest? My mom loves me in like an XXL like. <laughs> button down polo shirt like with like stripes <laughs> and like loafers she knows she has does she like mom, you to wear khakis yeah yeah she loves like my mom has great taste mm-hmm. she can dress herself to the nines but she doesn't know how to dress she knows how to dress my dad but like now she like, struggles she doesn't, with how, you. she doesn't know what to do with me that's interesting you would think that she would have the most fun dressing you well, yeah, I think because now she's like, oh, you know, how do I dress up my 30-year-old gay son? You know, yeah. like she can't she can't really make her mind up of like where like she <laughs> wants me to wear. Like my sister sometimes wants to be like, mom, like my mom's like, she likes to send me things. She'll, my, my sister will be like, mom, no, like do not send him that. <laughs> Khakis, loafers, and a sensibly oversized like, polo shirt. Like now I dress my, obviously I dress myself and I like... I can pick out like you do the- a great job. Thank you, but like when I was home recently, like my mom took me to Zara, and that was like I was like, "Wow, mom, oh, that's edgy, edgy for Dorothy." She's like, "I thought we tried Zara." Oh, well, I and do then, declare. You know what my mom said to me what, which is a quote of a lifetime. She goes, "I mean, it's Zara. You never know." <laughs> that's true. You never know what you're gonna get with Zara. You never know what you're. And gonna I was get. like, "That's fucking true." Zara is one of the most triggering like shopping experiences for me because I feel like whenever I go there, I like load up my dressing room with like fifty things, and then I try them on, and I'm like, "Why am I like a size twenty here? Like, 
what's going on? Like everywhere else, I'm like a medium. And Zara, I'm like an extra large. They're like, you came to the wrong place to feel cute today. And they're like, yeah, the shirts are like sizing is so weird. Like I'll put on a large and it'll be like tight at the armpits. And I'm like, am I like literal? Did I like grow? Do I have a crazy body? It makes me feel like I have a crazy undressable body type. Yeah. I feel like that too. And I'm wearing like, even J. Crew stuff now, like everything's really like slim on the on the guys. Yeah, and I feel like one of those people that like, you know, when they like train attack dogs mm-hmm. and they like have you wear like <laughs> you like wear a big fat like <laughs> like sheepskin on your arm like a leather. Not, I thing. just feel like large. Like I'm just like oh, like when I'm wearing like a J. When I'm trying on like a J. Crew shirt, it's like hey, like yeah. is this for like a nine year old boy? I'm literally like feel like f- tommy boy fat guy in a little coat when i go to zara where you're just like richard what's happening and like that's like i'm like about like if i flexed i would just like hulk out of the clothes that i try on which everywhere else in the world would be like my standard clothing size no but at zara it's like they're like we do things a little differently here we do things a little differently around here but yeah my mom was like that was like a risque moment for dorothy to take me to zara you never know you never know at Zara. I love her, like, clutching her pearls at Zara. There's a lot to, like, be at Zara. About. Yeah. But sometimes, I mean, there's also the a lot to love. Lots of love. I was wearing a Zara shirt last night. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, that's Zara. Chantel loves that's Zara. That's the tea on Zara. Chantel loves Zara. Yeah. Chantel also has, like, sorry. Remember that, um, Colin Farrell movie that came out, the, like, uh, the director of the Lobster did it, and it was oh, kind of Yorgos. Like, yeah, Yorgos did the movie. Oh, that was like sacred a deer. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Chantal has like killing of a sacred deer tattoo on her spine. Weird. Like if you look at it, it reminds me of like the cover art for that movie. Oh, weird. Take a look. See next time. Take a look at her tattoo. Um. So she. So, we go to so Carrie goes. She gets the job. She gets the job, and Amy Sharon's like, "Love you." Amy is freaking out. Internally. We see Amy talking to Sharon's assistant, who's clearly like coming over to do like a wellness check because mm-hmm. Amy's been there for two years, unpaid. Yeah, unpaid, and, and, and is just like the person that's like she probably does most things wrong and is really annoying. But it's like we need just like a servant that we mm-hmm. don't have to pay, and she'll like go get the coffee every morning. She has like a bunch of jangly bracelets on, and she's like. The assistant's like, how are you doing? And she goes, oh, I'm just entering um, clients based on um, uh, just, like, categorizing. And then you just see the assistant go, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. And then so Carrie comes over and clearly Amy's, like, she's like, judging her outfit. This? Yeah. She's, she's like, she looks like she came in for a job interview. It's like, I don't know if she came from the nightclub or what. Yeah. I was like, she's, cool. like, clutching her pearls. Yeah. She's, like, a fully a mom. Yeah. Like, dresses like a mom. Mm-hmm. So she, Carrie comes over and like literally sits at her desk with her. So now Amy has to share like a desk with a cubicle with this like brazen, like Amazon mink ambitious girl, you know, self-sufficient, self-sufficient, pays her own rent. It's amazing. They they paired them perfectly. They paired them perfectly. And then Sharon's like, can you do this task for me? And like gives them some tasks to do. And you see Amy like trying to take charge and like putting her finger on the paper and like, just slowly showing Carrie like all the names and it's like you realize then that Amy has no idea what she's doing at any <laughs> given moment. She's just she just points yeah. 
and like, looks, like she like looks at Carrie and just like points to the paper as though that's like gives her some sense of like authority. She's like, you know, in a league of their own when the woman can't read, and she's like looking down. She's dragging her finger down. And like, and that's, that's, like, come on, girls, sit down. And then they're like, that's such an amazing scene. I know. Brings tears to my Me eyes. Too. That's honey? literally, honey. What's your name? And she's like, what does she call her? What's her name? Like sugar something. Anyway, um, she's, there you are. You're a Rockford peach, just like me. And then she learns to read. Yep. She learns to read erotic fiction. Madonna reads her fiction. But she's creamy, reading, isn't she? Creamy, she's reading, ain't she? Creamy white breasts. I love A League of Their Own. Best movie ever. Best but, movie ever. But that reminded me. Of just, <laughs> she was just pointing aimlessly. Carrie's like, okay. Carrie's like, literally, we just like make an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, like, I got this. Yeah. Carrie's like, like, I manage hotels. Like, I'm Carrie's fine. like, I have a job, yeah. like a real job. Like, this is something I'm doing, like, to see if I might want to do this. Okay. And he's like, I pay water bills. Yeah. So that's a great meshing. And then we go to... Also, Amy gets her eyelashes done. Amy goes in for an hour, like an hour-long eyelash extension appointment. And she literally has to wear like... She goes, I have a fear of needles and tape. Because they tape your eyes closed and they like put tape under your eyes when you get eyelash extensions. And like, it's a very like long process but kind of it's nice because it's like Mm -hmm. little soft tickles on your eyelids for an hour yeah and amy like can't handle it she has to like the like eyelash technician has to like hold her hand through the whole thing she's like crying out of one like (laughs) tears are coming out of one side and she's like i'm like the worst person to do that like i need to i want to kill myself right now like it's just like freaking out and that was and that was just it. it was, this is when Bravo used to do those little, like, have commercial breaks and they'd come back for, like, a minute long. Like, ooh, look at this kooky interlude. little. Yeah, like kooky a kooky little. moment. And then they'd, like, go back to commercials. So mm-hmm. it was just so they could just cram in, like, seven minutes of commercials in the middle of your show. They still do that sometimes. Sometimes, but it, not as much as, like, their. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. I know what you're talking about. So then we go back to. Um... Maggie. Maggie. Okay, this is dark. So Maggie goes to Eli's gallery where now Liz is the intern. Yeah. He comes in and he totally has that like dominance thing over her. And he's like, what's up, Maggie? And she's like looking down. She's, she was always playing with her hair. She's like stammering. And she's like, um, I uh, I just want to say thank you for uh, inviting me to dinner the other night. And um, uh, I just wanted to talk to you like about you. Um, um, she's like fiddling her hair and like Liz is looking at her her like nose ring is gleaming in the light and Eli's like what what do you want to say he's like what are you trying to ask me right now she's like I'm not trying to like ask you anything so really I, like just like he's just, like well you want to come back and like intern here and she's like I mean I'm not asking you I'm telling you that I'm going to finish out my internship and I want to complete it and he's like you did complete it, right? Or have you like, He's like don't well, you're inter- finish out your thirty days? You have have you worked thirty days here? And it's like he knows that she has worked for months and months, and she's like, I've worked here since college. Like she whispers, she whispers in like an ashamed tone with tears in her eyes, and this is the most uncomfortable I've been in a long time. Like watching and like Liz, Liz is just of course because Liz, Liz is staring and judging and knows that like. The levels of, like, privilege and, like, hierarchy in this situation are really fascinating because it's, like, 
Eli's never going to come on to Liz because her dad's a billionaire and he just like wants business. Liz can basically do whatever she wants. Liz could be like, fuck you, Eli, go fist yourself. And he'd be like, (laughs) okay, cool. I'll be right back. Liz is like now knows that Maggie and Eli have some weird fucking dynamic going on. So it's even more power to her. Yeah. Judging Maggie for it. Yeah. Meanwhile, just being like smug that she's like working at this, like maybe chic gallery getting to like not have to do brunt work. Like as a bougie internship where no one's ever going to harass her. She's never, she sees Maggie and feels like a sense of smugness that she'll never be in Maggie's position. And And that's, like, extra shameful for Maggie, who has to, like, humble herself and have this conversation in front of this other girl that's, like, her contemporary. And Eli Eli is the mastermind behind this whole game. Yes. Who gets, like, the ultimate power, like, jizz in his pants from, like, orchestrating this, like, sick, sadistic. He loves to come in his pants. Yeah. He (laughs) has ejaculated five times over the course of this conversation. So Maggie he leaves afterwards. He's yeah. like, I'll be right back. He's going to the bathroom to go clean up all his cum stains. <laughs> his his art gallery. His puddles of jizz that are bathroom. pooling into his loafers. Oh my god. Sorry. So, so Maggie Maggie's like uh So Maggie like begs for an internship, which is the lowest. He's low. like, So I'll see you tomorrow. And she's like, Yeah. And she goes, Bye. And he goes, see you later. And then he goes, I gotta go take a break. So he's Liz. like, yeah, gonna either go jerk off some more or like clean up his cum. He's gonna go in the, <laughs> the restroom and like take all the paper towels and wet them and just like wipe down his like boxers. Yeah, he wears, he wears boxers. He definitely wears boxers. And and Liz was just Liz is like, all right, I'll be out here not doing any work. Yeah, she like gets on like AOL. AOL. <laughs> Even though it was 2012, she logs on to IM and yeah. she's like, oh my god, Maggie and Eli are totally fucking. Like goes and just like. She makes a gossip. She goes on her Facebook and like makes a status that just says, "Update: This girl Maggie and this guy Eli and this guy, this guy, they're fucking. They're fucking. No contacts. Yeah, nothing. And everyone's like, who? They're fucking, and it's insane. Then she like goes and like buys something online. Yeah, she's like, can I ship it to the gallery? He's like, sure. (laughs) She's like, I want to buy this this like pot. Yeah, for the like a, for a plant, and he's like, okay, and she's like, can I, I want to put it over there, and he's like, sure. Yeah, she's like, cool, it's ten thousand dollars. He's like, all right, cool. Liz is running the show. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to the art, the big night, big night for EOC. We cut to Angela. Angela's getting ready. She's like, she is like enjoying life she has this like one bedroom that she's paying for herself with her modeling career with her modeling career and she's she's gonna go topless with like a sheer she's going yeah she all black sheer top with pasties Uh over her nipples she's a gaggle of gays who are like all like super like grungy like cool cool brooklyn gays gays. yeah i think we recognize one of them we recognize (laughs) one of them and i was like i've met this person before me too i don't i was like this guy looks so familiar i've definitely met him and carrie was like i have too yeah we both So like we're both like 
Okay. Cool. Love that. We're so in. They're kind of like her glam squad. Her, one is doing her makeup. The other one's like applying the pasties to her tit. And then the other one's just like, you're a man eater. That's what you do. You eat men. It's amazing. Like, and, he, and like they talk about like her fat pussy yeah, or something. They're is- like getting ready to go. And then they're like, your pussy is like not like fat and weird. Like it's fat, but it's not fat and weird. Not like Britney Spears. I think they probably she showed them the photo of the flower and her pussy oh, that yeah. the artist took. And she's like, or thanks, the photographer. Guys. And she's like, thanks. And someone's like, I hope our cab driver is fucking hot. And they just leave. They leave. And with the whole crew, film crew, like in yeah. her apartment still. Just a ton of blow they just did. Yeah. And then they, they walk head over to the, to the Lower East Side where EOC is opening. Chantal, the gals all getting ready. Claudia's nervous as hell. They. <sighs> It seems like a lively opening. It seems like pretty packed. They hired Chantel's a band. Like, meek boyfriend is there. Spencer. She's like, like Spencer's cleaning the windows. Some kind of like rip off of the band Arrebar Simone is playing like yeah. on keyboards. It's like and like two like electric guitars. It's like the, it's like the Rodart sisters are just like <laughs> playing at the show. It's the kind of band where like the girls are playing like really cool electric guitars, but looking really bored during yeah. it. I like, love like a bored <sighs> band. And they're just like doing that, and then yeah, and they're just like like eyes rolling back into the back of their head, just like basically asleep, but managing to play music. And they're wearing like old-fashioned gowns, yeah, like slip dresses. They're all like rail thin they all look like they're in picnic and hanging rock they're yeah. just like ah. with like cobbly kind <laughs> yeah. of like hair that's like limp but still somehow really pretty and now they're all like they live in like westchester and like yeah yeah but um but at this one shining moment their band got together to play the end of century opening <laughs> chantelle's getting wasted Chantal is lit I have a theory that she's rolling. Oh, we think. I yeah, think we, she and Lara took popped they, a Molly. They both are on ecstasy. Sh- Claudia rolling. was like, "No, I'm just good with Adderall." Yeah, Claudia's taken like double the amount of Adderall she usually takes and is like stressing. But there's like a lot of people there. A lot of people show up. Angela's taking photos. Yeah, she's it's party like fun. She's doing like kind of like misshapes photos where yeah. like people are like against the wall and like all that shit. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden. Uh, Liz, Liz and Maggie. Maggie. They're now friends. They're now friends. They both have boyfriends that look eerily similar. Liz's boyfriend was shocking to me because he looks much older than her. Yeah, she's, and he looks like he he has like he's a boxer, a distinct like Jersey vibe. He looks like but a, not in like a hot Jersey like Sopranos way. Like he looks like a teamster. Yeah, like he's gonna come fuck you up. Yeah, she's. I feel like girls like her that are like dad's a billionaire like to date like guys like that. Yeah. For a minute just to like work something out and then they eventually like. Yeah. And then cue the song. You want to live like common people. <laughs> you want to do like what common, common people, people do. do. Um, so then they walk up and they're like can't believe we're down here at the lower east side she's like, like it smells down smells here. here people are hipsters liz is like i don't even know what a hipster is like people with like glasses with no lenses i was like oh really funny liz yeah she's good like, joke i can't explain what they are but like you know, you know you see see it. it's like cool joke okay it's like everyone's twitter joke in like 2012 yeah um, you're right on trend with that one right on brand 
So they walk in and Liz is like, I Liz wants to like, she was a little like pissed off at the, the Brooklyn girls for being kind of shady to her the other night. So she wants to go right up to Chantal. Yeah, but she decided she's going to go anyways. And then she's going to stroll up to Chantal and be like, hey. So she approaches Chantal and she's like, hi. And then Chantal's like, hey, oh my God. And then Liz is like, we met the other night. Cause Chantal's doing that thing where it's like, you know, when you meet someone and like, then you meet them again and they are giving you the vibe that makes you think they're like, they don't remember you. Like you All interact the with them and you're not sure if they are clocking that you've met before. All the time. I'm <laughs> sure that I've probably been guilty of doing that with people, but it's truly like I sometimes don't remember. Yeah, I did that. I did that once when I was like, but then I feel so ashamed. I'm just like, oh my god, like I'm so mean. I had that happen to me more when I was on drugs because mm-hmm. I literally just my brain wasn't working. But yeah. I, <laughs> I'm pretty good now. But that happens to me a lot, especially in LA. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, hi. You're like, yeah, hey. we've I'm like, like, yeah, we hung out the other night. We <laughs> like, yeah, I know. And then you're like, okay, well, you really hate me then. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's what Chantel does. Yeah, she doesn't shake her hand. Now hi hi yeah she's also drunk she's shit or maybe at that point like the the role just started yeah she seems like friend has like a friendly ish vibe like more friendly than usual which is like kind of witch face but like now she's like yeah i know and then doesn't offer any more conversation and liz goes okay and just turns around and she and maggie start laughing she and maggie start laughing liz is like fully awkwarded out and she's like uh they're being so rude like we're leaving and they just leave and then they leave and then chantal and then the party really starts then the party really ramps up and then chantal like turns to angela and she's like i'm so upset that they came here and angela goes why (laughs) and chantal goes because they're weird and then like i love angela why Angela is really good, I think. Angela's like, wait, why are you like, why? Why are you like, let them do their thing? Mm-hmm. Angela's the only person on the show that feels like really free. Yeah. I know? love that. Why? Why? Because they're weird. Because they're weird. And she's like, okay. And then she puts like a weird, like, uh, like black gauze over her face. Like, yeah, she's wearing like a little like funeral hat. A funeral yeah like a Chantal. and then she's giving like a one-off like it's not a talking head it's like a survivor or like a like a pickup shot or whatever where they're like how do you feel about the party and she's, like, she's it's like it's going well and she's like if this doesn't work out like my plan is to go to key west board a boat and go to cuba and like chill and just chill <laughs> oh there's rita hi rita and then she she's like sorry and then just like leaves yeah and then we go to claudia and claudia's like i'm freaking out yeah claudia's about to like sir herself she's like (laughs) she's about to get down on all all fours and and die die and have explosive diarrhea and just vomit everywhere (laughs) (laughs) so then Chantal and laura are like everything's fine it's chill like we'll just have fun yeah they're like dancing Claudia's like, we'll be here at 8 a.m. tomorrow, right? Chantal's like, I fucking love you so much. And Laura's like, I love you so much. So that's when I turned to Gary. I was like, they're rolling. They're rolling. Chantal's like, my plan tomorrow is to wake up at 8 a.m. and do some yoga. And then come in and do some work. 
she's like yeah i think if we all just got here by like 10 and claudia like looks at her like oh my god like this is what the sh- fuck this is the hugest this mistake is the biggest mistake made. and then they like walk off into the night yeah they leave their trash store and just like walk home yeah and do more coke oh chantal said that the uh reporter from the new york observer oh was yeah there. she goes the new york the reporter from the new york observer was here the reporter like they only had one mm-hmm. and i think i intimidated him love that for her and angela's like <laughs> chantal is the kind of person that like lives in her own universe but it's okay because it's like you can't really like she's like gonna be fine no matter what happens yeah she's always gonna find people she's like to worship completely her. unruffled and like people who are unfazed i don't trust yeah there's They're, one point where she's like claudia's freaking out and i don't know why i'm not freaking out but i guess i just don't have the like stress gene and we were like mm, mm. maybe you just don't carrie's like maybe she's a sociopath i was like yeah probably <laughs> maybe you just don't have any genes yeah <laughs> maybe you're just like ugh. maybe you're just like an avatar she's, no a sim. she's a sim mm-hmm. claude you okay you okay claude so that was the first episode carrie was uh, you were darked out kind of by, uh, by the end you I were was. sad or something it wasn't it's not like a gleeful watch no it's kind of like a we're gonna get through this yeah it's not like Lohan Beach. That was another kind of darkness. This was like that was like chaotic. Maybe because I lived there and like I I know I feel like I like walked those same streets. So it's like there's something about the darkness and like just it's a bunch so of like adjacent. spooky girls in the dark. You know, yeah. it's like I've been that or I've seen you know I've seen them. I've seen like Chantal clip clapping her way, not her, but like. Mm-hmm. Clip pl- clip clopping her way down like, like Bedford Avenue. Been in the same bars with all of yeah, them. You know, know some of the same people that they know, and like it's, it's amazing. Yeah, but it's like it's not enjoyable. Yeah, it's not like a, I'm It's not like a Vanderpump Rules where you're just like glee. It's not like even Roni where you're just like laughing. But it's important. But it's I important feel like it's really like necessary. I think it's a necessary. I think I'm really happy we're recapping it because I feel like it's a real. Like, we need to remember that yeah. this was a show. Remember, remember the 5th of November and also Gallery Girls. And also Gallery Ghouls. <laughs> yeah, Gallery Ghouls. They're total ghouls. They're t- all, yeah, everyone is ghoulish in her own special way. Wow. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm I'm ready for this. I, I mean, the look forward on the season felt explosive. Like, I feel like shit's about to go down. Weirdly, it's like doesn't things do but they also don't it's just like one of the it's like a show where not a whole lot happens but just like everyone sinks further into the character that they present in the pilot Mm. amy's but in like a in a really like yeah intense way amy's gonna dark me out amy is tough she's a tough watch i hope that she's doing great now it seems like she is i already checked her twitter she said her most recent tweet was like full moon tonight from like 2015 <laughs> full moon tonight. Everyone must meditate. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to do. We should have one of them on. We should. We should. Maybe Angela. She'd probably do it. Angela seems like a lawler. We got to do a wellness check. Look into like where are they where are they now? Okay. Again, we'll no need to one do that on a bonus episode. <laughs> again, just 
Just no tagging. No, no tagging, tagging. No trolling. Do not find them and like, yeah. Just don't blow it up. I'm not trying to. I feel like I'm sounding like a teacher, but I'm. I'm. I just we no, we don't want to repeat. Respectful. We want to be respectful. These are human beings. This was a long time ago. We're we're watching from afar. Just we're remember. watching from afar, and also when we refer to them, it's like more so. Talking the about the characters on the show. I know, like, I know, I have no judgments about who they are now. Just put and it all even out if there. we like speculate, that's just comedy. Yeah. All yeah. We're anyway. artists. We're artists. We're just artists, like and Angela. that's our art. Just like Ange. Just like all these girls, yeah. we're artists. Artists in our own way. I've struggled to come out as saying it, but it makes I am me an cringe sometimes. But I have to be honest and say I'm an artist. <laughs> That's that. That's the tea. Cut to me doing like topless. You've one peck out <laughs> with a long black wig. I want you to tits. recreate Angela's I all will. her looks. I will for for a special photo for the for the pot. I will. You need to do just one Angela look. Mm-hmm. No wig, just just like this. Yeah, you can do the like face paint, the ghostly kind of kabuki face paint. And then just cup one peck. One tit. One tit. <laughs> point the nipple towards the camera and turn. Go like this. Carrie's <laughs> <laughs> posing. Pushing one tit. Mm. That face. Also, I just can't. How did. Uh, yeah. Just, what? The, the fact that they can all support themselves. or I want to know how Chantal supported herself. She must come from money. Yeah. Or she's like one of those people that just hustle, like scams their friends and like lives off them. Yeah. It's like, I'll do this for a while. She's like homeless Heidi from, from High Maintenance. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's such a mystery. Like Gallery Girls definitely inspired high maintenance. Yeah, it's a, such a high maintenance oh, show. Also, this reminds me of a show. A, a very it was on MTV, I think, or they did some. It was an online show web series called The Bedford Stop. <gasps> Have you heard about this? I feel like it's I watched of, like an episode it's of from that. like four years ago, and yeah. it's like a gallery. We we should do that next. Okay, it's like the a Bedford gallery Girls. Stop. But it was reality. Yeah, it was like a group of girls in Williamsburg, and they just like don't have jobs. Oh my god! And yes, it's amazing. And my friend knew one of them. That's a thing. Like, is like they're crazy. all like around. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, but our generation is wild. We are. We're we pioneers. Are. What? We're pioneers. We're pioneers. Say what you will about these girls. They're brave to be on the show. Yeah, that takes a lot of balls Cold to be like, shh, like. Hutzpah to be like, sure, film me. I'm gonna act like an entitled, like psycho. Film me in a bathtub talking to my daddy. Yeah, I'm gonna take a bath and talk to daddy. Do you want to <laughs> film? What? Nunca. I feel well, like a production company was once like, we want to film you at the Grove, and I was like, ah! really? no, yeah, like I, it was just like that. I can't do it. I would. Now I would at the Grove. Now I would. Can they film us on the trolley at the Grove? Can we have a live podcast live from the Grove? Yeah, that in that grassy knoll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we got to do that. Okay, 
push for that. Tweet at the Grove. Uh, tweet at the Grove. Let <laughs> Carrie and Lara pod. No, don't tell them because I don't, don't want them to know them. we're there. We just have to like low key go there. And then when a security guard tries to chase us, we'll just like run into Nordstrom's and podcast from like the handbag section. God, I love the Grove. I fucking love the Grove. I love, 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 love the Grove. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. I'm so, I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. This is going to be an epic journey. It is. We're going to like fuel. We've got to like fuel up in between because it's yeah. so epic. Like we both need to like take salad breaks or something. For sure. Get a little like lean protein in yeah, it. Do and some then stretches. Do some stretches, some calisthenics, uh-huh. a couple jumping jacks and then like hop back in. This ain't no high society where the episodes are 22 minutes. It's an hour-long descent, so I hope y'all are ready. Yeah. And thank you. You can tweet us at ecarryo or at Lars Marie. You can Insta comment on our Instagrams. And you can... And you can write us emails. If you've witnessed this diarrhea explosion of (laughs) sir, please... If you've ever all four diarrhea... (laughs) Have you ever gotten so sick that you involuntarily threw up like i have my dad did once he ate a coney from sonic like a foot-long chili dog and my mom said on his last bite he took his last bite and then was just like i'm like right there like it wasn't even he stirred i i stirred in the cab other people like tell us about your i've never i've never stirred yet Everyone's due for a sir. Everyone. <laughs> we are, our bodies it's are like the Grim Reaper. Your sir moment is right around the corner. When will it happen? Who knows? When will it end? When will it end? Where's the applause? Where's the laughter? Where's, Where's the, the applause? laughter? Where's the sir? So yeah, let's get on the case. I'm less concerned with like wellness checks on the gallery girls and more concerned with getting to the bottom of this sir lawsuit. Yeah, let's give us your theories. Any lawyers like weigh in? I love my lawyer readers. Yeah, we love, we, I love when the attorneys weigh in. I love getting God. like multiple emails from multiple attorneys. It feels important. So like weigh in and tell me, can you can you make up a fake lawsuit? Like, is there a way that this could be fake? You can just allege that like this happened without it really happening. Like, how is that even possible? Do you have to have proof? And what is the blast? Yeah, what is also what is the blast? The blast. Thanks also, for didn't me. know Yahoo was still around. Who works at Yahoo? Is Yahoo just run? I by- worked at Yahoo. No, but you worked there when Yahoo was still a thing before like the grand before like the all the layoffs. Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I was in the layoffs. Yeah, I have another friend that was also working at Yahoo. People who work layoffs. at Yahoo now are like people who've been to war who've worked there who've survived They're layoffs 80 years old there were people that like ran yahoo news that were like very like we do things a little differently here yeah and, like they did not like me <laughs> they were like no time for new blood no time for you your... literally like got they like were 30 when like the dot-com boom happened and they have like tenure at yahoo i'd be like i want to write about blake lively like with bees coming out of her mouth and they'd be like absolutely (laughs) not which is like actually reasonable but like i was like why not and they were like like, that's just not what we do that's not what we do here i have a theory that yahoo is now just run by like ai that, that, that generates all their content like no humans actually work there it's just an algorithm it's run by the boston dynamic dogs yeah 
those robo dogs, mm-hmm. which recently someone who just like type Karen Karen Kilgariff, who does my favorite murder, mm-hmm. she's a friend of mine, and we were talking about those dogs recently, <laughs> and she said that they have their their heads look like fists, yeah, which made me laugh so hard. They're like little she's, fist heads. She's like, oh yeah, those dogs with fists for heads, total fist heads. They type. They use their little paws to type one letter at a time. You might be right about that. I'm. Who works at Yahoo? Literally, it's like no one. Bots. It's a bot. It's literally a server in like a hub somewhere that is just plugged into an algorithm that just like generates all their news. God, that's a really good theory. So, anyways, bust they wrote, that. They wrote the blast. Yeah, they wrote the blast. The blast just the blast might be AI too. The blast could be AI slash like Russian. Yeah, the blast, <laughs> the blast feels really Russian to me. It feels like... Because they just, like, rephrased everything from the Yahoo article with, like, less details. It's, like, English translation, you know, mm-hmm. like, Russian to English. Yeah. It's, it feels like... ESL. Things are, things are missing. Mm-hmm. Well... Well, we have a lot to think about. And do your homework. Do your homework. Move get to New in York. Touch, move to New York. Buy one bedroom in the village. Have a trust fund. Have a trust fund. Work for Eli. Work for Eli or at a Or work for hotel. Sharon. Find Sharon. Work at a boutique hotel. Yeah. That's all. Anywho. Bye. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com